Another example is I was keeping journals back in 2008 during the financial crisis. And at the time, I was worried about things like paying the bills, my mortgage, money, and finding a job. The financial crisis passed, I paid all the bills, and I found a job. And while it was certainly a difficult time, reading back on those entries was insightful because I was able to see that even in the midst of what can seem like a dark crisis, it's important to remember that it will end and the COVID-19 crisis will end. So keep true to your creative practices, try and get a little bit of writing in every day if you can, and stay safe and stay healthy. Welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. It's been some couple of weeks and I hope it's safe wherever you are. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast. Now I'm recording this week's episode around the 25th of March and we're two weeks into a shutdown because of COVID-19 in Ireland. That means the kids are off school or at least they're homeschooling. Uh, My wife was working from home and I'm working from home, although I always work from home. So in one sense, it's not a huge change. They've closed most of the shops and non-essential businesses around Ireland. St. Patrick's Day, which took place last week as our annual holiday, was cancelled. And instead, we listened to our Taoiseach, our Prime Minister, give an emergency address where he explained things were going to get worse rather than better. It seems like every time I open the news, there are headlines talking about the increasing sickness count and death toll related to COVID-19. So it's been a pretty grim month. Now, thankfully, no one in my immediate circle is sick right now, although I certainly know some people who have lost their jobs in Ireland, and I know people whose livelihoods have been affected as well. The situation is difficult for everybody. And I found myself compulsively checking the news so I can, you know, keep up with what's happening. And my takeaway from the whole experience is that apart from practicing social distancing, washing my hands and staying at home, I, like many people, am powerless. There's not much I can do to influence it apart from heeding the advice of healthcare professionals. And that can leave me feeling a little bit anxious. So the way I'm managing that situation is through a number of creative practices that I recommend to you. The first is consistent meditation. Now, I recently increased my daily meditation sessions to 20 minutes a day, twice a day. So I meditate early in the morning before I start writing. And I meditate late in the afternoon after I finish the day's work so I can switch off or unwind. And that's a practice that I learned through Transcendental Meditation, a course that I took just before this crisis started. 20 minutes a day, twice a day might seem like a lot. And if you're unsure about how to start, uh, I recommend using Headspace because that can walk you through teaching the basics or learning the basics of meditation in just five or 10 minutes a day. And Headspace have a number of free meditation sessions related to the crisis in the news at the moment. They also have some meditation sessions which can help you with creative thinking. And if you're going to take out a subscription to Headspace, I recommend you take their guided creativity classes. And if you can't afford a subscription after you've taken the month's free trial, uh, let me know because I have a few free subscriptions that I'd like to give you. The other practice that I've doubled down on is journaling. And I've talked about journaling extensively on this podcast, and I've written many articles about it. Right now, my journaling practice looks like this. I write 150 to 300 words in the morning, and I typically will write about what I want to focus on for the day, what went well, and one to three examples of things I'm grateful for. If you're new to journaling, what I'd say is that what you write is for you and you alone. So if you feel like somebody's, you know, looking over your shoulder and going to read your entries, 
Don't worry about that. And if you are still worried about it, you can always set a password on the file on your computer. Right now, I use the app Day One for journaling. But over the years, I've experimented with using a password protected file, like I talked about there a moment ago, and also with using fancy moleskin notebooks. Um, I like Day One because it's purpose built for journaling and you can add extra information like photographs and so on. The practice of journaling consistently is more important than any tool or piece of software that you pick. The other key benefit of journaling is that when I read back on older entries, it shows me that worries I had often weren't realized and things that concerned me, you know, passed. Here's one example. A close elderly family member was having some stomach issues and they were concerned that, you know, it could be something more serious. And they went to the doctor to get it checked out and the whole process went down a few weeks, but ultimately they were fine. And when I was reading back over my entries, I was able to see that something I was worried about didn't actually turn out to be the worst case scenario after all. It was actually a quite a minor medical ailment. Another example is I was keeping journals back in 2008 during the financial crisis. And at the time, I was worried about things like paying the bills, my mortgage, money and finding a job. The financial crisis passed, I paid all the bills and I found a job. And while it was certainly a difficult time, reading back on those entries was insightful because I was able to see that even in the midst of what can seem like a dark crisis, it's important to remember that it will end and the COVID-19 crisis will end. So keep true to your creative practices, try and get a little bit of writing in every day if you can and stay safe and stay healthy. Now, I also wanted to give you a few more practical tips that will help you if you're working at home all day for the first time or if you're working with or around other people. I've worked at home on and off for the last few years and I've also worked in an open plan office. And to be honest, I'd never trade being able to work from home with having to go to an open plan office every day, even if it meant I'd earn less money working from home. The simple fact is that I found I can get more done when I'm working from home and I have more free time in the evening. And I can also avoid painful parts of the day like a long commute. So if you find yourself now spending more time at home, this could be a good way of investigating if this type of work is for you. Now, when I tell people I've worked at home for years, they often say things like, how do you stay focused? I'd never get any work done and isn't it lonely? And these are all challenges that home workers will face and challenges that many of us will face over the next few months. And I also understand that many people prefer working while surrounded by their teammates or friends or colleagues. So this could be a big change. But first up, the good news, if you're engaged in any type of creative work, you'll accomplish far more working from home than you can in an office. And what's more at the moment, working from home is probably going to keep you safer than going to an office. Here's a couple of tips now that will help you, you know, get more from your day, particularly if you're sharing your home space with other people. Firstly, I'd say to confine your work to one place. When I started working at home for the first time, I didn't pay much attention to where I worked. That was fine for a few weeks until work started to spill out all over the house and I'd find myself lying on the couch checking email or responding to requests from my boss. And I couldn't switch off properly on Friday or Saturday evenings when I was lying on the same couch. Obviously, the worst place to work from home is your bedroom as well, because your sleep will suffer. So what I suggest is associating one place in your house or your apartment with work. And if you're tight on space, you could simply associate, you know, where you sit at the kitchen table and keep your laptop there and shut it when you're finished for the day. Next up is to learn the art of over communication. I learned long ago that working from home means communicating early and often. So if you're working remotely, I'd say use the communication tools at your disposal. Check in early and often with your boss, colleagues or team members using email, instant messaging and so on. 
I like using the app Loom because that's L-O-O-M because it enables me to record short video clips which I can send to an editor or to contractors rather than typing out lengthy emails. And I also like using Zoom, Zoom and a Z for video conferencing. I'd also say there's a fine line between checking in and responding to every notification, ding and email. The author Jonathan Franzen, for example, famously removed the Wi-Fi card from his laptop so he could focus on his writing. Now that's a hardcore approach, but you can always use an app like Freedom or Rescue Time to block email or social media or other distracting apps while you work or while you write or while you focus on what's important. Next, prime a productive or creative state. If you're working from home or writing from home, you can get a lot more done because you've got fewer distractions. But you can get even more done if you prime yourself to enter a productive flow or a state of creative flow. To do this, ask yourself, what are the most important tasks I need to accomplish today? And then write your next action on a sticky note and attach it on a monitor or keyboard so you can get right to work. You can even use an app like Primed Mind, which can help you get into this state faster. Music will help, of course. The writer Stephen King blares ACDC and heavy metal music when he's working on his novels. And that helps him, you know, get into this state of creative flow faster. And in Tribes of Mentors, Tim Ferriss even recommends keeping geranium oil and dabbing it on your wrist when you really need to concentrate. Whatever your preference, it's best to remove distractions from your home office or wherever you're working. So that means your mobile phone, games console, or turning off your television. Another great way to get into a state of flow is to consider using noise-canceling headphones. And this is useful if you're sharing your workspace with other people. Or if you don't want to spend the, you know, several hundred dollars or euro in noise-canceling headphones, you could invest in a pair of wax earplugs. And this would help you turn your environment into a personal workspace where you're not distracted. I also like listening to ambient music, unlike the music that Stephen King listens to. And if you're wondering what to listen to or try, I'd recommend searching for the album Rainfall by Joe Baker on YouTube or Spotify. It's basically rainfall music on repeat. And I'll listen to this with a pair of noise-canceling headphones for an hour or two in the morning when I really want to focus or prime that productive or creative state. See, the thing is, if you get an hour or two good work in or good creative time in in the morning and the rest of the day falls apart, then it's not so bad because at least you've pushed things forward in some way. And of course, like many Europeans, school is cancelled, which means you're probably working and surrounded by kids. So you might need to lower your expectations about what's possible for the day. You also might need to say to yourself that some tasks will need to be postponed or put off until later on. Normally, I tell you that working from home means you can say goodbye to the commute and a distracting open office. But right now, working from home or writing from home is the healthiest thing that you can do for your friends, for your family and the community. The office isn't going anywhere, so stay safe and stay healthy. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.